This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora. Thanks for tuning in to the most down-to-earth kids radio show in New Zealand, The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B. We'll have songs, stories, fun facts, giveaways, and what's that noise? Plus, Susie Cato joins us with Susie and Friends. The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. You've had some rest, now it's time to wake up. You feel refreshed, now it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. You've had some rest, now it's time to wake up. You feel refreshed, now it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Good morning, everybody. Yes, this is me, Kath B, live in the Fresh FM studios. Uh, how are you today? Hmm, what's the weather like where you're living? Or where you live? Well, it's a sunny day here in my hometown of Nelson in New Zealand. And we've got all the usual things today. We have got a fun fact. We have got a quote of the day. We have got uh, lots of songs, a story. We've got uh, What's That Noise, which nobody has guessed for the last couple of weeks. And all our songs today are about me. <laughs> or about you. Or about everybody. In fact, it could be all about my friends and me.
Are you going to get together with your friends today? Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe your friends are your sisters and brothers. Hmm. Maybe I'll play a song called Sisters and Brothers later on. Meantime, here's a song called All of You. Up my heart to feel you're happy all around. I love your laugh, it's infectious and contagious. It's my all time favorite sound. I love all of you from your nose and to your toes. Oh, I love, I love you through and through. I love all of you, oh, no matter what you do, because you're beautiful. You're so beautiful because you're you. Your giggle makes me giggle too I love your eyes They sparkle up so bright Tell me all I need to know about you I love all of you From your nose and to your toes Oh, I love, I love you through and through I love all of you Oh, no matter what you do Because you're beautiful You're so beautiful Because you're you That's all you need to do So true, you radiate beauty in and out. I love your brain and all of your sillies. You make me wanna shout. I love all of you from your nose and to your toes. Oh, I love all of you through and through. I love all of you, oh, no matter what you do, because you're beautiful. You're so beautiful because you're you. All you need to do is just be you, be true to you, just do you, you do you, do do do, do do. do you that's exactly who you should be doing yourself you should be being yourself it's the best person to be uh, I'm going to be playing a couple of new releases today one of mine and one uh, from Lucy Kalantari as well um, but right now I'm going to play a beautiful song called Baby Beat and this is from a beautiful couple uh, and they are called Aro and uh, they a lot of the song is in Te Reo Māori and it's got a awesome little beginning but that that is actually the sound of their baby inside the mum's tummy and it's the heartbeat so have a listen to this song it's really cool it's called Baby Beat When I think about the moon and the stars, the same 
about the birds and the trees. trees. The same hands that make you perfectly. We're gonna find out soon enough. I will never have this love. It's a beautiful song by Aro called Baby Beat with the sound of their actual baby's heartbeat when it was still inside the mum called Emily. Uh, yes, and they had a wee girl. And if you would like to know how to say baby in Te Reo Māori, it's pipi, P-E with a macron, P-I. So there you go. You might have learnt something new today. Why don't you ring in and tell me something new? Something you've learned uh, recently, maybe. Uh, you can phone me on 0354698891 anytime to say hi or to tell me something you've learned recently. Uh, this is, a, this is a, my latest new song, uh, written with my friend, produced by my friend Doug Stenhouse and sung by a beautiful um, girl who's just turned eight called Ameria Kiana and here we go it's called A Little Song Here's a little song it won't take long here's a little song for you to sing along to here's a little song to make you feel good each day here's a little song to 
out the things that you were grateful for can you think of many things you're grateful for see if you can think of some during the day and write them down I know make a really colorful picture and put all the things you're grateful for it could be as simple as your knees like the song said or it could be I'm grateful that it's a sunny day today I'm grateful for my mum and dad I'm grateful for my little sister I'm grateful for pancakes <laughs> Could be any of those things. Uh, fun fact. It's time for a fun fact with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. Now, this is a fun fact about hiccups. The stru- oh, there it is. A fun fact about hiccups. Uh, and this is a fact that I thought of and remembered a while ago. And we've just been talking about babies inside their mums. And at the moment, my daughter is going to have a baby. Hooray! Which means I'm going to be a nana. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Uh, so we were talking about um, babies moving inside. And then I said, I remember when you used to get the hiccups inside. And I'd feel these little gadook, gadook. And uh, a lot of the time it would be when I was trying to get to sleep and it was hard to get to sleep. (laughs) But I thought it was so cute that inside my tummy, my baby was hiccuping. Go, go, go. I went upside down and finally my hiccups 
That does happen with the hiccups, doesn't it? <laughs> I haven't had them for a while, but when you get them, it's quite annoying and sometimes just quite funny, really, eh? Hey, if you've tuned in just now, you are listening to me, Kath B, on the Kids Mix on Fresh FM, broadcasting across the top of the South in New Zealand. Uh, you can listen to this uh, via the uh, freshfm.net uh, website and also the accessmedia.nz app. Uh, a big hello to all of you who are listening around the world and other countries. G'day! Hey, how's it going? This is a song by my friend Mariano, and uh, he is Spanish. Oh, he speaks Spanish, and this song is called Pez al Reves. Pez al Reves. And it's, which means upside down fish. Había una vez un pez que nadaba al revés. No era un pez, era un ser. Pez al revés. Pez al revés. Había una vez un pez, no ves, que nadaba al revés. No ves, era un ser. Pez al revés. Si el agua iba, él venía. Y si venía, se iba. Cuando bajaba subía, pez al revés. Un, dos, un, dos, tres, pez. No ves un pez, había una vez. Al revés nada va a ser pez, quiero ser. Pez al revés. Cuando te ibas volvía, si alguien entraba salía. Y si llorabas reía. Pesa al revés Si fuera yo un pez Nadaría al revés Ves no pez una de al revés Revés al pez nada va Pez pero un ser Pesa al revés Si fuera yo un pez Nadaría al revés Si fuera yo un pez Nadaría al revés Si yo fuera un pez Nadaría al revés Si fuera yo un pez Nadaría al revés Si fuera yo un pez Pez al Revés by my friend, uh, 
by my friend Mariano Pose. You can go and look at all his songs if you'd like. They're all online. And there's some really cool ones. One about bubbles. I know that. Uh, It's time for a story. And this story is an old story, an old fairy tale. It's Hansel and Gretel. And uh, it's read by Lenny Henry, who is from England. And after that, I think we'll have What's That Noise? And uh, my prize today, for those of you who can guess it, is a book called The Mountain and the Mole Hill. And uh, I'll talk about mountains and mole hills after the story. And you can... uh, you can understand or get a better idea of what that means. But first, here's the story, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel lived in a rickety old house at the edge of a great forest with their father and their stepmother. Now, lots of people in fairy stories live in forests, but this family had reason to, because their father was a woodcutter. Sadly, not a very good woodcutter. In fact, he was a bit of a banana. He spent most of his time not cutting wood, but inventing things out of wood. Really useless things like flame-proof matches and wooden scissors. None of his inventions were very popular, which is not surprising, and he never had much money, so his family were often very hungry. One night, the woodcutter and his wife had a terrible argument. Look, you big banana! said his wife, who was close to tears. All we've got left to eat is a tin of baked beans and a loaf of stale bread. I'm fed up of being not fed up. There's not enough food to last us until the end of the week. Don't worry, Petal, said the woodcutter. My new wooden light bulbs will make us rich. No, they won't. I can't bear to watch Hansel and Gretel starve. The poor little things will stand more of a chance on their own. What do you mean? Look, they'll definitely starve if they stay here with us. I can't bear the thought of it. But if we take them to the centre of the forest and leave them there, at least they'll have berries and things to eat. Perhaps nature will look after them. But I've just had this brilliant new idea for a wooden football. Oh, be quiet! In the end, the woodcutter had to agree that his wife was right and they decided that they would take the children into the forest the following morning. Now, as it happened, that night, Hansel had not been able to get to sleep because his tummy had been rumbling and bumbling. He was so hungry. When he heard his father and his stepmother arguing, he got out of bed, crept down the corridor and leaned over the banisters, listening to their conversation. He heard every word. Not surprisingly, Hansel was scared at the idea of being left in the forest with his sister, even though he understood that his parents were planning to leave them there because they cared so much about them. So later on, when everyone else had fallen asleep, he slipped out of the front door and picked up a handful of small, bright stones from the garden path. Hansel was quite a clever young boy, and you'll see why in a minute. The following morning, the woodcutter's wife woke her children really early. We're going for a walk in the woods. Get dressed. The children put their clothes on and went downstairs. Their stepmother gave them a small piece of stale bread. Here's your lunch, children. This is all that's left in the pantry. As poor old Hansel and Gretel walked into the woods behind the woodcutter and his wife, Hansel hung back a little, took one of the pebbles from his pocket and dropped it on the floor behind him. On they walked for miles and miles and miles deeper and deeper into the woods until even the woodcutter, who knew all the trees like the back of his hand, could barely tell where they were. Hansel and Gretel were exhausted. When they all stopped to light a fire, 
It was not long before their eyes shut and they fell fast asleep. When Hansel and Gretel were asleep, their stepmother nudged their father. Right, this is the spot where we must leave them. The woodcutter looked at his children and so did his wife. They hated doing this, but it was the only way. The woodcutter folded the wooden blanket, put away his wooden book, and tearfully crept away into the darkness of the forest, back towards the house. Hours later, Hansel and Gretel woke up. It was already dark, really dark. It was as black as a very black thing. And they were all alone. Right. Don't worry, Gretel, said Hansel. It'll be okay. Eat your bread, and then we'll set off for home. I've got a plan. They ate the stale bread, and then they set off for home, following the trail of white pebbles which stood out like fallen stars on the darkness of the forest floor. See, I told you Hansel was quite clever. He'd marked the path they'd come with a trail of his white stones. At the stroke of midnight, they arrived home. Their stepmother was overjoyed to see them, actually. You two! How on earth did you... Then she thought quickly. Where have you been? We've been so worried about you. Both of you straight to bed without any supper. She wasn't really angry with them. She was so surprised. She just couldn't think of what to say. Adults are like that sometimes. Of course, that night, the woodcutter and his wife had to plan again. And, of course, Hansel listened over the banister again. He heard his parents finally agree that they should take the children even deeper into the forest the following day and leave them there. They had even less food now. No one wanted to buy anything the woodcutter made, and the children would certainly not survive if they stayed with the woodcutter. Now, after everyone had fallen asleep, Hansel was going to creep outside to collect some more pebbles, but disaster of disasters... He fell asleep... But Hansel wasn't the sort to give in easily. In the morning, he looked around for something else white that he could use to mark the path out in the forest. Then he remembered. Lunch! The stale bread! When they all set off into the forest again, as the woodcutter's home began to disappear from sight, Hansel tore a little crumb from the stale slice he was carrying and dropped it on the path behind him. The children were led deep into the forest, deeper than they had ever been before. Eventually they stopped, and the woodcutter lit a fire. Now, you stay by the fire, children. Your father and I are going to go deeper into the forest to cut some wood, but we'll be back later. Poor old Hansel and Gretel tried to stay awake, but they were so tired. It wasn't easy to keep their eyes open for long, and soon they were fast asleep by the fire. When they woke up, it was hours later. Hours and hours and hours, in fact, and it was already dark. They shared Gretel's piece of bread and set off to find their way back, using the crumbs. But when they went to look... The crumbs! Uh, where are they? The bread which Hansel had so carefully dropped to mark their way out of the forest had been eaten. The forest birds had swooped down and gobbled up every single one. This was not good news. They were seriously lost now. What are we going to do now, Hansel? Hansel tried to put a brave face on. Don't, don't worry, Gretel. We'll soon find a way out. But they could not. For a whole day, they wandered round and round the forest, trying one path after another. But the forest just seemed to get thicker and deeper and darker. The trees looked the same wherever they went. All they had to eat were the few blackberries that they could find on the forest brambles, but there weren't very many of those. They'd almost given up hope when... Hansel! Look up! Look at that beautiful white bird! Where? What bird? Up in a tree, a snow-white bird had landed and was singing loudly. Perhaps he's calling to us. 
Perhaps he wants to help us. As they ran towards the bird, it flew to another tree a little further away. Follow him. But as soon as they approached it, it flew to another tree. Then another, and another, until the children were running full speed after the bird, which swooped and dipped and ducked all the way to a clearing. And there, at the centre of the clearing, was... A house! Sure enough, there was a cottage. Little garden, two windows, front gate, and uh, made out of gingerbread. Made out of gingerbread? That is what I said. Pay attention. Look, the roof's made out of cake. Now, you probably know that very few houses are built out of cake and gingerbread. Most builders use bricks and mortar, although not always. But anyway, that's not a house, shouted Hansel. It's a feast! He rushed over, broke a bit of roof off for his sister, and took a huge handful out of the wall for himself. Ah, oh, chocolate sponge! Mmm! Mm, Victoria marbled fruitcake mm, with a light butterscotch filling! It was their first meal for days, so they ate and ate and ate until suddenly... Who's that? Who's eating my house? The two children froze. A cackling laugh came from inside the cottage and a face appeared at the top window. It was without doubt a witch, although Hansel and Gretel couldn't see her up there. <laughs> She cackled, looking down at the two frightened children. That looks like lunch! You see, this is why it's best never to go wandering off anywhere on your own. See, the owner of the house, this witch, had built the gingerbread cottage as a trap for children who got lost in the woods. With the help of her trained pigeon, Walter, she would lure children to her cottage, catch them and then eat them. It is a well-known fact that witches don't like children. Apart from in sandwiches, stews or roast with walnut stuffing and a light peppercorn sauce. Quickly, the witch disguised herself as an old woman and hobbled out. Hello, my little dearies. She was using her best little old granny voice. Where have you come from, then? We're lost, sweet little old granny. Really? Well, you better come inside. Don't worry, you'll be safe with me. You're just in time for tea, and I'm cooking pancakes. Now, normally, Hansel and Gretel wouldn't have dreamed of following a stranger into their house, as I hope you wouldn't, but they were really so hungry, and pancakes were their favourite food, and the lady did seem so nice. But sadly, not everyone is as nice as they pretend to be. Mm. The pancakes were the best Hansel and Gretel had ever tasted. They ate so many that they soon began to feel very full and sleepy. So the old woman showed them to a room with two big beds with deep mattresses and snuggly, buggly blankets, and it was not long at all before they were sound asleep. The witch settled downstairs and grabbed her recipe books. Now, what shall I make? Mm? Boy bourguignon? No, carbonade of boy. No, Chili con girly. No. Oh, the choice is endless. <laughs> the following morning, the witch got up, bounded into the children's room, grabbed a pencil in the blankets and locked him in the woodshed. Help! Let me out! Then she shook Gretel awake. All right, girly, wise up. No more, Mrs. Nice Guy. I'm a witch, and I'm a lean, green, mean machine, and I'm going to eat your brother. She'd finally decided on a recipe for spaghetti carboinara. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's locked up outside, and I'll eat him as soon as he's fat enough. A 
As for you, you're going to fetch the water, wash the dishes, water the cactus, dust the cauldron, feed the pigeons, sort out my income tax and make me dinner. And if you don't get all that done in ten minutes, there'll be trouble. <laughs> wow, now that is one mean witch. Gretel had to cook huge meals for the witch and for her brother every day, while she was hardly given anything to eat herself. And every morning the witch would skip up the path to the woodshed, not a pretty sight because she was the size of a small elephant, and order Hansel to put his wrist through the hole in the door so that she could see if he was filling out fat enough to eat. Fortunately, Gretel was really clever too. She smuggled into her brother a thin stick to poke through the door instead of his wrist, so that he seemed to be as thin as ever to the witch. You see, as well as being as big as an elephant, the witch had terrible eyesight. After two weeks of Hansel not fattening up at all, the witch had had enough. Ah! This boy never gets any fatter and he's costing me a fortune in food. My supermarket bill is astronomical. Girl, get sticks for the fire and peel the potatoes. Fat enough or not, I'm going to eat your brother tonight. <laughs> Time was up. Poor Gretel had no choice but to obey. She brought a large bushel of sticks into the kitchen and put them on the stove. Meanwhile, the witch, who was sitting on the draining board drinking a sherry before her meal, had been thinking. Hmm, tell me what. That Hansel, he's not very fat. He's not a meal, really. More of a starter. Why don't I eat both of the little monsters? Girly as well. Girly! I... Yes, listen, I want to find out how hot the oven is. Be a little dearie, climb in and see, will you? Now, as I've said before, Gretel was pretty smart and she certainly wasn't going to fall for a trick like that. She could see the greedy look in the witch's eyes. She knew what the witch really wanted. Quick as a flash, she thought of a plan. But the thing is, witch... The oven door is too small. I'll never get in. You stupid girl. Of course you'll get in. No, I won't. You will. I won't. You will. I won't. Well, won't. Look, the door is huge. It's massive. Even I could get in. No, you couldn't. You're as big as a small elephant. There was a terrible pause. Are you calling me fat? The witch hated anybody referring to her size. You see, as well as being fat and short-sighted, the witch was very, very vain. I'll show you who's fat! She climbed down from the draining board and pushed her head into the oven. There! You see? I'm not too fat! Suddenly, Gretel saw her chance. Leaping over to the cast-iron pan stand, she grabbed hold of the frying pan, did a 360-degree turn to gather speed, and swung it hard onto the witch's bottom. <laughs> a real peach of a forehand volley, actually. The witch bounced headfirst right into the oven and Gretel slammed the door shut. Turning on her heels, she threw open the kitchen door and ran down the path. Help! Help! Let me out! Quick as a cat, Gretel headed for the shed where Hansel was locked. Quick, let me out! She threw off the latch, grabbed his hand and the two of them ran off into the forest, not even turning to look behind them. After a few hours, they found a river and following the bank of this river, found their way back home. When they finally knocked on the door of the woodcutter's cottage, their father and stepmother burst into tears of joy. They were so pleased to see Hansel and Gretel again. They both missed the children, and were just beginning to think that perhaps leaving them in the forest had not been such a good idea after all. They listened with astonishment to the story of Hansel and Gretel's adventures, and promised that they would always keep their children near to them in the future, no matter how hard things got. 
the woodcutter promised that he would not be a banana and waste his time on silly inventions anymore. Although he did spend a couple of evenings a week inventing things in his shed as a hobby. And in fact, his design for a wooden bubble hat was eventually adapted to be the world's first crash helmet for cyclists, so he made quite a lot of money. What became of Hansel and Gretel? Well, this terrible time at the witch's cottage had given them an idea. They grew up to start their own cake decorating business, which made them very rich indeed and got them onto a daytime television program. And the witch? Well, of course, she was so big she completely put the fire out when she landed in the oven. She stayed there a week, lost a lot of weight, and got so thin she was finally able to squeeze out of the grill in the front. After that, she realized that she quite liked being thin, and so she decided to stop being a witch and got a job at a railway station working behind the tea bar. So if you ever buy a cup of tea at a railway station in the future, just keep an eye on the tea lady. You never know. If she says something like, That'll be 28 pence, please. <laughs> it might just be her. <laughs> well, that turned out all good in the end, didn't it, that story? It's good when things turn out like that. The witch was all right, and she got a job. Sometimes you think the worst things uh, aren't going to turn out okay, but in that case, they did turn out okay. And speaking of witches, here's a song by Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats by, called Flick of My Wrist. <laughs> I'm a witch in every sense of the word I've a broom and a hat and a wand and even a cat What I want, what I want is something big and great Have fun for hours and use my powers There's so much to do, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait Why ride a broom when I can ride my cat? Give her wings and sit right on her back She'll be huge and glide so gracefully one of a kind will make history With the flick of my wrist and the wand in my hand I'll do something great, I'll do something grand This is fun, I love cats There should be cats everywhere People should be cats Oh, that's better, much better <laughs> what I want, what I want Is to paint the sky Filled with purple and bouncing circles And swirly things going by What I want, what I want Balloons everywhere And walking trees that have no knees And flowers singing in the First 10 customers get 5% discount. With the flick of my wrist and the one in my hand, I'll do something great, I'll do something grand. Hmm, it seems having the moon near flooded the coastlines. I can fix that. 
that by making the buildings and houses bigger. And I'll make the cat people bigger, too. It'll be like beach waves. a little witchy laugh at the end, isn't it? That was Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats. Cool song. Did you hear all the different stringed instruments in there? I could hear a cello and some violins. It was awesome. Uh, Maybe it's your birthday today. Is it your birthday soon? Have you just had your birthday? If so, here's a song for you. It's Levity Beat's new song, a different happy birthday song. One, two, three. We're so happy to sing this song to you, 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 you. We're so happy to sing this song to you, you, you. Lift your voices high, high, high. We're singing up high for you. Send your voices low, 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 low. We're singing down low for you. And if it is your birthday, then I hope you have a lovely one. If you've just had one, I hope it was awesome. Uh, Whether you had a party or not, I just hope you had fun turning one year older. It's 13 minutes to 8 and you are listening to me, Kath B, on the Kids Mix on Fresh FM. Uh, I've got a joke. It's kind of a joke. I'm not exactly sure what you call a joke like this, but it's my joke for today. I read it somewhere because we were talking about hiccups before. The joke is, if you sneeze and hiccup at the same time, your body takes a screenshot. (laughs) It's time for What's That Noise? It is time for What's That Noise? Uh, And remember, nobody's guessed the noise for a couple of weeks, but you can ring me up if you know what this noise is on 03546981 and give me a ring anyway, because I'd like to hear um, your joke. might be better than my joke. Uh, Or you can just tell me what you've been up to. Uh, And here is the noise. It's a very short noise, so listen very carefully. 
I'll see if I can get it to be nice and loud. Here we go. <laughs> it didn't make a noise at all. Did you guess it? No, I'm kidding. Okay, let's try again. Is this it? I'm, I'm really confused. Okay, here we go. Hmm, I'll play it one more time. Now, I'm not going to give you a clue this week, but I will give you a clue next week if nobody's guessed it yet. Uh, don't forget, ring me up, 54 or 03 first, 54698891, if you know what it is. And um, that's right, the book, the giveaway, if you guess it, is called The Mountain and the Molehill. I'm going to talk about that shortly. Uh, and But first, I'm going to play a song called... Just be. Catherine the Grape, that was uh, Just Be. That's a good way to be. And here's a funny song called Cheeky Monkey by Sam Smiler. Ich hocke gerade da beim Andi im Studio. Mein Name ist Sam Smiler. Ich bin ein Frecher auf. Und jetzt wird ich erklären, wieso, yo. I'm a cheeky monkey. Yo, a cheeky monkey. Well, oh, cheeky monkeys. Jump, jump. I'm a cheeky monkey, you're a cheeky monkey, well, oh, cheeky monkeys, jump, jump. Manchmal bin ich nicht ganz bache, du mich trotzdem neu entwache. Tag für Tag, los zu, was ich sag, weil ich mag, was ich mag, und ich mag mit dir lachen. Ja, am allerliebsten lachen, weil ich 
bin ein Aff, du bist ein Aff, wir sind alles freche Affen. Komm, komm, I'm a chicken monkey, yo a chicken monkey, oh chicken monkey, jump, jump. I'm a chicken monkey, yo a chicken monkey, oh chicken monkey, jump, jump. Manglisch, I switch the language, ich schalte hin und her. And I don't really care, cause I try my best to express the way I feel, no more, no less. Und weisst was, das Ganze ohne Stress, weil ich bin ein Aff, du bist ein Aff, wir sind alles freche Affen. Gump, gump, I'm a chicken monkey, yo a chicken monkey, oh a chicken monkey, jump. Monkeys by Sam Smiler. Um, you might have noticed there was a different language in there. What was that language? Hmm. If you know, give me a ring and uh, let me know what, what that language was. 03546989. Nobody has guessed the noise yet. Keep thinking about it. And yes, next week I'll give you a uh, wee clue. This is a song by the Tiptoe Giants and it's called It's Fun to Be an Individual. It's fun to be an individual. It's fun to be an individual. It's fun to be an individual because there's no one else like you. It's fun to be an individual. It's fun to be an individual. It's fun to be an individual. Cause there's no one else like you. You're unique. You're one of a kind. You're unique. In heart and mind. You're unique. You're original. It's fun to be an individual. It's okay to be an individual It's best to be yourself It's fine if you're the only one Don't have to be like anyone else You're unique You're one of a kind You're unique In heart and mind You're unique You're original It's fun to be an individual You're unique You're one of a kind You're unique Yes, it's definitely fun to be an individual. And that was the Tiptoe Giants. Uh, it's, yeah, 
I mean, I've got lots of different songs about being an individual and uh, it's good to be unique. Uh, And this is one of my songs. I'm going to sign off now with a little bit of one of my songs and a quote from the same song. The song is called All Sorts and it starts with the line, the world only works because it's made up of all sorts. Have a wonderful week out there in the world. Uh, If you're in Nelson, I hope you're coming along to our release party this coming next Saturday, this coming next Saturday, the 21st at Uh, 2pm. Go and check out my Facebook page events and you'll find all the details there. It'll be awesome to see you there. And come and say hi. Say, I listen to your radio show, Kath B. Awesome. Have a beautiful week, everyone. What are you really good at? Playing the guitar and rollerblading. Looking after animals. My brother double bouncing me because I'm he can double bounce me real high and I almost touched a power line um, above our trampoline. The world only works because it's made up of all sorts. Skiing. On my first lesson I went, I, I got to the top of the mountain. Because everybody's good at something And it doesn't matter what it is It could be maths or climbing a wall It could be kicking a rugby ball It doesn't really matter what it is at all Because everybody's good at something I'm not one of the best At any kind of sport But I'll have fun even though I sporty sort There's something I do best In a classroom situation Subtraction, addition and yep, you guessed it I'm a whiz at multiplication Cos everybody's good at something And it doesn't matter what it is It could be maths or climbing a wall It could be kicking a rugby ball It doesn't really Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.